welcome to We'd Rather Be Reading. I'm Jerrica. And I'm Leah. How are you today? I'm good. Good, good. How are you doing? I'm still a little bit sniffly here. Oh you yeah, know, you're sick last week too. Yeah, we did a sick week, so <clears throat> my voice is still not quite all that uh, awesome. Or mm. maybe it's better, I don't know. Maybe Do you it's like, like sexier, like there's a deep rasp. kind of thing, yeah. Like the whiskey voice. Yeah, I love it. Mm? I'm so, into it. Yeah, so roaring. I'm mm-hmm. just trying to refresh my memory because obviously we had a sick week. So yeah. sick week means reading week. So I, <laughs> I read, read so, so much, much, so much. I, I don't even know where I am. I finished the entire Empire of the Vampire. Wow. I finished like two other books. It was it was a lot. Um, I did a lot. It was good. Yeah, it was good a lot. Yeah, it was good a lot. Mm. Um, very good. I still, I mean, Empire of the Vampire, like, I have highlighted so much stuff. It is so good, that book. It's so good, okay. And it was like, it's like stuff, like, um, he says, like, it's it, one of the things that comes back all the time. It's like, it's always better to be a bastard than a fool. And I was like, yeah, it is always better to be a bastard than a fool. And then at one point, one of the people are like, that was really foolish, but you always tell me it's better to be a bastard than a fool. And he's like, look, I'm a father. Mm. privilege of parenthood do as I say not as I do oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like yes thank you <laughs> um and it's so many like uh it's as my mom always said when in a storm the wise woman prays to god but she also rose for sure mm-hmm. there's lots of stuff like that like it was good it was full of good good advicey things oh that's nice yeah None I mean, of the books I read have good advice in them. No, but that's because you choose terrible, horrible books. But I was good. like sick and like throw up sick. So I was also yeah. feel awful sick. So I wanted to just read these like easy, fast fantasy books yep. with like all of the, all of the mystics, monsters. all of the monsters. But, and we had monsters in Roaring. There were so many. we did guess. We guessed we got, uh, Dragon and Phoenix. And, and we were right on both of them. But I mean, the, different. Our main guy was a dragon, obviously. Yeah. But, but there was a Phoenix. In but there at the too. end, there yeah. was a Phoenix. And I was like, ah, we, <laughs> we know oh, our, monsters. We know our monsters. Um, I read Wicked Soul by Nora Ash. Thought it was awesome. Gave it five stars. But mm. then there's no... A continuation of the series even um like even in the plans even in the plans to be released so womp womp then i read wounded kiss by willow winters it was not great and then i read the you series and that was freaky freak yeah i read those and uh i was like oh, i'm gonna make you read another book <laughs> now <laughs> what's that noise oh god what is that book that i'm gonna make you read it's with um Harry Potter the actor, what is his name? Oh, Radcliffe. He mm. plays the the main guy in the in in the movie of this. Okay, uh, it's like called Horns or something like that. Okay, and it is so freaky. You're gonna have to read it. <gasps> mm. um, and then I read the Horns by Joe Hill. Okay, yeah, but I, I mean, you won't like it. It's awful, but you should read it. Like okay. it's good, but it's horrible. Like. It's a very well written book, but the the person the character deals with is absolutely freaking awful. Uh, yeah, because this guy with all the murdering and like yeah. feeling like yeah about it, well, like I'm doing this for you. <laughs> I mean, and he's the worst. Like he's the worst kind of stalker and everything. I actually watched um, a docu series on HBO that was about. It was called Crazy, not 
insane. Mm-hmm. Have you heard about it? No. It's a little long. It's over two hours long. But it's about this doctor's um, life sort of, uh, what's the word? Like, not experiments, but all of her, like, life studies being a therapist for murderers. Mm-hmm. And basically, she has also seen that there's a lot of this split personality disorders in a lot of murderers and at the very very end of it all it was as a parent do not sexually abuse or physically assault your child and then they won't become murderers that's excellent (laughs) advice so you did read some books with good advice it was a it was a docuseries i watched it i watched it right well i read a a book by michelle hercules you did? Yeah, but M.H. Source, it says in in, uh, in Goodreads, but the book, like in uh, Scribed, it said Michelle Hercules, and it was okay. called Wonder War, Love Me, I'm Famous. And it had a lot of the tropes, and then he had all of the stuff that made me feel yucky. Like, he's like, where have you been? And, like, he's trying to keep her secret, and then she, like, tries to have her own life a little bit, and he's like, why weren't you here waiting for me? And she's like, oh, I'm so sorry. And I'm like, no, no, no. If he doesn't, you know, whatever. Okay, I read that too. But Roaring, back to Roaring yeah. by Lindsay Duga. Uh, we guessed the monster. We found out a lot more stuff. Like, it, it was quite long, this book, honestly. Like, it kept going and going, but not in a bad way. No, Just right. kind of, uh, it was very long. And there was a lot of monsters in the book. A lot of monsters. And there were some the monsters. monsters where I had to, like, look up, like, what's a golem? How is a golem I know big? a golem. Yeah, they're like the clay Jewish monsters. I read a lot of those stories. Yeah. yeah, the golem stories. Like it's like a creature you make it, and then it, it like does your bidding for like a, a day or something. Like that. I, don't know. I might be thinking of something different, but I went to like Lord of the Rings. Yeah, but that's golem. a golem. This is a golem. Oh my god, you and your seers. G O L E M. All of the Swedish people in the whole world are like, it's. <laughs> me, not me. It's me, not me. It's a golem, not golem. Yeah, but it's, it's spelled differently. <laughs> but it's just, it's a, it's a <laughs> it's so G-O-L-E-M, N, golem, golem, oh. instead of a golem with uh, L-L-U-M. Yeah. Anyways, um, yeah, there was lots and lots of monsters. And did you hear the, the narrator, though, the, the little robotic uh, voices? It, yeah, and it cracked a little here and there where yeah. it was, like, cut off. And I thought, oh, did something happen to my reception or something I like that? Edited. It was the editing was pretty so. poor. And while his narration was pretty smooth, her narration was really choppy. It was very choppy. Yeah. That's what I said. She sounded a little bit like a robot. And uh, she put emphasis on the funniest words. She like she was describing the room and then she was like, the cabinet? But I want to see the language in this book. I was like, children, family, we're changing our language This the, in this family. We're now going back to old-fashioned I speak. Know. We're going to say, oh, applesauce. <laughs> we're just like... Maybe I was... She says at one point, oh, I actually wrote it down. I had to stop and write it down. Oh, applesauce. Maybe I was the only one who thought that kiss was the bee's knees. And I was like, yeah, this is the best freaking sentence She ever. really like, did her this. research to go back to the 20s yes. because a lot of the things they said, it was all very, very current to the times. But I had a thing, though. I thought that it would it would have been better if our main characters would have been older, like 22 and 25 kind of thing, because it took away from it a little bit that he was 19 because kept going back to I've done so much I've been an agent for so long and it's like how have you had time yeah also he was an agent that was 
manipulated and trained kind of like this um, Matt Damon in the series where he is also a trained agent. Oh, the born identity. Born identity kind of thing. So I've never watched those. No? No. Hmm. I don't want to. Yeah. Yeah. It's one of those me. But um, it was like he was a dragon and then also born identity. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, I mean, he was a trained agent for sure. And, and then we find out that he had his wings taken. Like, So his monster part was his wings. But when they were taken away, he was still a monster. He just he still had a fire. He just couldn't fly. And the wings spoke to him. Like, honestly, there's some ridiculous rules of this mm. monster mm. world. Like, Colt, our main guy, he could build up immunity to all monsters by exposure. Mm. To stuff that would kill you. Yeah. Probably because he was a dragon. That was in his sure. training. But the manticore on the train, he could kill himself with his own poison. I'm like, shouldn't you be immune to your own poison? Otherwise, yeah. like, oh, shit. I know. Accidental like, accidentally all Accidentally hit yourself. And, you know, like, yeah. I kind of felt like this was a bit weird. Um, it should You shouldn't be able to kill yourself with your own poison kind of thing. Like, no. I don't think a snake can bite themselves. No, self-destructiveness themselves, seems unlikely. That's a bit weird. Uh, I wonder if a snake killed itself with its own poison. Seems unlikely. And then there was a little bit of continuity stuff that annoyed me, like with the, when they held Ares and they were all like having these earplugs and stuff. And she's like, some of us have learned to read lips, but then all of them react to like the elevator ding and stuff like that. Like they mm. all hear stuff, but they don't hear her. Mm. Like it was a bit inconsistent yeah. kind of thing that, that got me out of it a little bit. And then Ares, mm. honestly... Sweet, sweet Ares, but seriously, she needs to stop taking on the guilt for shit that's not her fault. Like, yeah, yeah. yes, a lot of people are dying because of people trying to catch her, but it's not her fault. It's the people trying to catch her's fault mm. that, that you know, they're awful. And she should stop taking the blame for it because she should just place it where it belongs on Brocker. Evil, evil man, like way evil. Mm. The main guy, like the, the creator, like... He was like not a single redeeming quality in him, like the way he killed and the way he went... Like, threatened the children, and he, like, continuously, like, did not do a single kind When he thing. killed the madame, I was like, yeah. oh, that wasn't great. No, he should have kept her alive. Yeah. He, like, killed all the incentive for Ares to actually help him, kind of thing. I think he would have gotten... You catch more flies with honey. So I know, yeah, like, even further if he were a little nicer. And also, we should always start referring to all alcohol as giggle water from now on. Giggle water! <laughs> <laughs> uh, the 20s part of it was actually quite entertaining and the monster part kind of like was so many that I forgot about like the well, the gin s- and then I was like oh but it was the then same I, as in the traitor prince for me there was just like different monsters all the time oh, and, like yeah. with different traits and I'm like I'm not keeping up there's a lot Whatever. of characters she's gonna get caught He's going to do something. He's going to come and rescue her. It's all going to be good. I don't need to know what this monster does. But Um, were there mobsters? I mean, they were mobsters, right? Mm. Because everyone was a mobster that wasn't an agent kind of thing. Exactly. So there were only agents or mobsters. Only agents and mobsters. And And they're all monsters. Yes. But, I mean, when, when he dresses up as, a, as a, a waiter and he goes in to try to rescue her where she's being held by the creator, and then he's like, she leaves and he goes after her and he pulls her into the closet and they're, like, starting making out. And I'm like, 
why are you guys doing this? Like, I'm all for kissing and romance and I stuff, know. but it's just not the not time for it. Like, I know. come on. And later she was like, plan and don't undress each other. Like, keep your clothes on. You're going to have to run. And then she, like, stops and has an inner thought later where she's like, I'm glad we didn't continue <laughs> that, like, romp in the closet because and then we did Lee. have stuff to do. <laughs> and then Stan Lee, what was up with him? Like, so they merged all of the monster part to create this... Like proper monster, whatever it was called. Like they keep talking about it, the so, Greek word, whatever. Okay. Uh, what was it? Uh, there was the chimera. Yeah. Chimera. Mm-hmm. It's like a proper monster made out of different parts. And then it's like he's in all this excruciating pain, and the dragon wings are talking to him, but he's still attacking Iris. When he could have just turned around and attacked his creator, like he's great. Like the creator had nothing on him at this point. No, other than just creating him. Yeah. Mm. It's not like he should have had any control over him because he's a phoenix. Like, he would just write from the dead. But, I mean, mm. I didn't get that part. No, I thought it was very strange that somebody came in that was like a put-together monster. I'm like, but hmm. that he, And that he would attack Ares. There was, like, no reason for it. No. Like, his, his tormentor is right next to him. Shouldn't he be like, hey, there's this girl I knew once. Hey, there's this guy who made me into this thing where I'm... In a lot of pain, and I hate yeah. everything. Who should I attack? Hmm. <laughs> you know, like, I found whatever. Anyways, apart from all of these little nitpicky things that I found on this book, uh, basically, do you want to super summarize the story? Just so. <laughs> monsters and mobsters that aren't monsters, and not FBI, but BOI. <laughs> boy. Boy, boy. Uh, trying to. Have, find their freedom in a monster world. Good. That's what happened. And also Ares, the siren, get kidnapped a lot. Yeah. Everyone was after her. And she, she was trying to find her freedom because yeah. she was, didn't have but a then, voice like, for the whole like, part. And trying then... to find her, like the people that were seeking her. Like they were trying to help her, but they were still like doing the creator's bidding. I had a very hard time understanding what kind of power he actually had over people. It was not very clear. He should have had like the mind control thing. Yeah. Then I would have understood it. Anyways... Would you recommend this book? <laughs> I think it's hard because it's so unique. <laughs> yeah. It's it's like an old school. I think I would recommend it to friends that I know like fantasy and then like a laugh too because yeah. it is like not to be taken so seriously fantasy. No, I would agree with that. I would yeah. probably recommend this one. Probably over The Traitor Prince in all honesty. Oh, cool. Is... But The Traitor Prince was more like to the book in fantasy and this yeah. was all all outside of the lines so but i appreciate that i like creativity and this went all the way so we say yes do go read roaring by lindsay duga and then we went over to my choice yeah a book and i chose solely based on the cover (laughs) nothing to see here by kevin wilson and if you have not seen this cover i will i will post it it but it is the best uh cover ever it's basically um, a boy and he's on fire, half on fire. Is it a boy? I think it's a boy. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like an old school picture, you know, like also school drawing of like a child where you just see like the little shoes and the socks and the, the legs and the little red shorts. And isn't then this, isn't the upper it, body isn't this is like an artistic fire. theme? Isn't it called Art Deco? I, I don't know. Okay. I don't know art. Anyways, <laughs> this this cover is I chose it like fully 
because of this cover. <laughs> uh, so based on this cover, what would you say this book is about? It is about a boy exploding. <laughs> yeah. So based on this cover, would you pick it up? I think I would pick it up to see what the heck this book is about, for yeah. sure. Yeah, I I definitely did pick it up because of this cover and only because of this cover. And then when I read on it, it turns out that the woman doing the narration, her name is Marin Ireland, I think, actually won awards for best narration. And I have to say, after listening to this book, I agree with this award-giving person. Uh, whoever decided this did a very good choice because, oh my God, she is fantastic. And, and you know what? She's not typical either. She's like, I will only listen to books by her from now. <laughs> she's like real girl voice and real like candid also. Yeah. So I read about an hour. You read a little bit less. Mm? Um, so I'm going to just summarize what's happening in the first hour. So our main girl is Lillian and she comes from this poor upbringing with no dad and a mom who's quite irresponsible. She's excellent at school, and she gets offered this full scholarship to attend a prestigious school for girls close to her hometown. Her roommate is Madison, who's very rich. Um, she and Madison gets along great because they're both weird. Then Madison gets caught with cocaine in her dresser, and Madison's dad pays off Lillian's mom to get Lillian to take the blame for the cocaine. Lillian gets expelled, and her future turns to shit. So she works this minimum wage job and stuff. And her and Madison are still writing letters to each other. So they're kind of like pen pals. Hmm. Madison is married to a senator and she has a little kid. Okay. And one day, Lillian gets a letter from Madison asking her to come see her. So she goes to her house. And there, Madison asks Lillian to take a job as a governess to Madison's husband's kid with his ex-wife who has recently died. Madison has never met the 10-year-old twins, but she assures Lillian that they're great kids. So Lillian agrees to the job, and then Madison goes like, by the way, there's something weird about these kids, after Lillian has agreed to it. And the weird thing is, when they're upset, they catch on fire. So <laughs> so it is boys being lit on fire. Oh, there you go, actually. Uh, so prediction. <laughs> wow, what a start. Um, I... I predict that Lillian and the kids will get on great, and that she will figure out why they catch on fire. And I'm also sensing some love between Lillian and Madison, so I'm thinking a little bit of a love story going on. Yeah, there. I thought they were together from reading in the beating, because she was like, she's laying in my bed, and we're talking about blah, 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 and I was like, oh, they're a couple. So I thought they were together also, and I was very upset that she was like, ah, all right, I'll say it was my cocaine. Like, no, never. Never say it was your cocaine. Even if it is your cocaine, you say it is not my cocaine. <laughs> Always deny the cocaine, people. You heard it here first. It's very important. Keep denying the cocaine all the time. Deny, 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 deny. deny, deny. Take no responsibility. No, I mean take some responsibility, just not for the cocaine. And like, stop doing cocaine. Just don't do cocaine to begin with. This is really the best. The first advice: don't do cocaine. Second advice, if Don't. you get caught with cocaine, deny the, that it's your cocaine. Okay, good. We're good. That's it. Yeah, life that's lessons it. all life around lesson. today. This is the life Leah lesson Durga's life lesson corner <laughs> episode. Why is it a corner? It should be like a... Because we're in a corner office. We are in a corner yeah. office today, yeah. <laughs> um, my prediction on this book, since I didn't, didn't get to the part where the kids are on fire... <laughs> But it's 
was like, I, I have a lot. I have um, a lot of thoughts. Yeah. <laughs> new thoughts now with this uh, with this revelation. <laughs> I have a lot of new thoughts, and I wonder. I wonder if there's a curse put on the kids. His wife is dead, so there's got to be something with him. And I wonder if there's going to be something with Madison's kid. He, she has a kid with him, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe something with her kid, and then maybe she has a curse on her, and Lillian has to solve everything. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. We're going to have to keep reading to find out. And this is a short one, people. Mm. It's less than seven hours uh, audiobook, and it is a joy to listen to Marion's voice. I know, she oh, really is so good. good. So good. Good enough that I actually did read another one of her books. Yeah. Like right after that because she I switched narrated. to this uh, Wonder Woman book and the female narrator was just literally grating on my ears. I was like, <sighs> why is she speaking like this? I need my Marin. I need <laughs> my I need her smooth voice. Like <laughs> why is this voice so harsh and squeaky? Um, so then right after that I, I went and I followed in Storytel you can actually click on the narrator and get all the books that they've narrated Fantastic. and then I was like ooh this one looks interesting so I chose it and it's called XO by Jeffrey something and as I started listening to it it was fine in the beginning and then a little bit in I was like feels like I'm missing stuff here it turns out it's book three in a series but you know, <laughs> it worked out fine anyways it's like by I'm Jeffrey Deaver um, and it's basically this uh, thriller, like with this um, police officer, whatever, detective woman who's called Catherine Dance. Oh. Catherine Dancer. And that's what they keep calling, like Catherine Dance. Like they were like a Catherine Dance novel by Jeffrey Deaver. And I'm like, isn't it by Jeffrey Deaver? Why are they calling it a Catherine Dance novel? Anyways, that should have been my first clue. <laughs> it was not. But I listened to it. It was, it was so good. There was twists and turns all the time. And okay. they did catch the killer in the end. And was it her as the narrator throughout the whole thing? She was narrating no dual the whole no. thing. No. She was good. She was mm. good in that one too. Mm. No sudden accent. Oh, a little bit, but not as much. She does all of the voices great. Yeah, she does. Mm. And she does like distinction between all of the voices, which is fantastic. Like you can really hear who she's talking as kind of mm. just by their voice. Great. I love her. She is uh, up there with, uh, I have now two favorite narrators. So, you know, at least I have two to choose from. The other one is <laughs> Finty Williams. And uh, yeah, I, I am a little bit limited now in my uh, my choices of books. It turns out Finty Williams mostly narrates children's books. So I guess oh. I'll be leading to a diary of a wombat <laughs> and the fairy ball the chocolate horse sounds interesting you know <laughs> it's gonna be a tough little stretch going forward here with uh, with my choices of reading materials oh, sure so limited a lot to choose from with Mary in Ireland though not as much especially in modern storytelling but she is really really good and I do recommend uh, listening to just her voice and to this book just to hear her voice well, let's get on yes. your reading then. Reading. I look forward to hearing about these kids exploding. <laughs> yeah, we just catch fire. It's awesome. I gotta go. You gotta go. <laughs> well, thank you all for Thanks, listening. Everyone. Happy reading. Have a good week. Bye. Bye. We'd Rather Be Reading is an original podcast by Jerrica Siron and Leah Sanfer. The music for The Penguins, written and performed by David Allred from the album The Transition, courtesy of Erased Tapes. Please check him out on Spotify and check us out on social media. We're on Facebook and Instagram at We'd Rather Be Reading and on Twitter at We'd Rather Read. You can also email us at We'd Rather Be Reading the Pod at gmail.com. Thanks for listening.